Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad as it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. It represents wholeness, and what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? We created the show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach, and to help you live your best life. We will have real conversations and share our own personal experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll also offer up our own personal coaching techniques related to the topic as well. Our topic today is intuition. Have you ever had a moment where you felt something wasn't right? Perhaps stepping into a parking lot late at night or feeling good or bad around someone without knowing why? And if you've experienced this before, did you shrug it off, dismissing it as illogical nonsense? Whether you call it a gut feeling, an inner voice, or a sixth sense, intuition can play an important role in our everyday decision-making. So what exactly is intuition? It is defined as the ability to know something without analytical reasoning. Intuition bridges the gap between the conscious and non-conscious parts of our mind. As a culture, we have learned to believe that rationality is what should prevail when making important decisions in our lives. But what of that inner voice, that gut feeling, that little something from within that tells us how we feel beneath those layers of logic? Unfortunately, many of us, even when we experience success using this lesser acknowledged part of us, are uncomfortable with the idea of using our intuition as a guidance tool. We are embarrassed to say that we follow hunches, we mistrust the sometimes cryptic messages that our intuition sends to us, and consequently, we diminish our capacity to leverage the power of our own intuition when we need it most. But in reality, we need both logic and intuition to make the best possible decisions for ourselves, our work, and our families. So stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour, where we'll discuss intuition further and how you can make it a more common practice in your everyday life. And remember, if you'd like coaching advice on any issue, feel free to message us on Facebook at Love From The Hip. That's H-Y-P. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. SkinandMind.com. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. 
So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. On today's show, we're discussing intuition. If you have a question or need some advice or simply want to share your experience, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. This is a great topic <laughs> and very necessary, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And I could so relate when Rory was talking about um, that we don't leverage the mm-hmm. power of our own intuition when we need it the most. And the mistrust. <laughs> but I also think it's because we're not taught, right? Right. So. Well, and it, it, it needs to become a, a habit. Habit. Right. As, as I was reading that, I was also agreeing <laughs> that I do not read or utilize mine as often as I as I wish I did. So mm-hmm. it needs to become a, a, a daily habit. So how would you say, Rory, that you first experienced intuition? Well, you know, I thought intuition was just something that a select few people were able to tap into, right? So you mm-hmm. meet people that are psychics or intuitives, and they're able to access this information that is beyond what feels like most of our grasp. And it was only probably in the last four years that I realized that everybody can tap into their intuition and that I was actually tapping into it. I just had a really hard time telling the difference between what was my intuition and what was my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so I've, over, you know, over the last four years, been able to kind of subtly be able to tell the difference now. And as you mentioned, like I put myself into places where I'm able to access my information more directly. When mm-hmm. I do that, then I'm, a, I'm listening more and then, then I'm seeing it come through and I'm understanding kind of what it feels like. And curious, how does it, how do you differentiate? That's a really, you know, and so. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's different for everyone. It, so it, I'm it just curious. Yeah, you do it. So, so for me, what, what I've noticed is that when I'm thinking, usually it's about a, a certain topic, right? Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed with my intuition a lot of times is uh, the way I access it, and I, we can talk about this more, is I like to go on walks. When I go on walks, I'm just, you know, my mind unwinds over this long period of time. I'm not trying to do something, right? I'm just mm-hmm. out walking. So I don't have an agenda. I don't need to be anywhere. I'm not trying to accomplish something. And I notice that in that process of my mind unwinding, that these, that these little intuitions will, will start to make their selves, like make their way into my mind. And so I've noticed that like just, it's more random than a thought. It's like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's just this thing comes in I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Is it like a voice or is it a feeling? Or Yeah, so for me, it's not, a, it's not a voice. It doesn't sound different. Okay. It just, it has a slight different quality that's really hard to explain. Um, but I've just noticed that the more that I trust it, mm. and then I start to look at it like, oh, that, I think that thing was different. 
And then I start to like listen in more. <laughs> then I've realized the value that it has and, the, and like how important that information is for me at that time. And so, again, it's just about listening in. And is there a feeling associated with it? With it? That's a good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm really def- putting you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. no. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm definitely, you know, not an expert in the sense where I'm learning this as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really learning what intuition feels like, how to access it. Uh, and how to make it more a part of my daily life. So I'm not sure if there's an, an actual physical or energetic sensation associated with it. I just know that it definitely has a different quality, and I'm trying to learn more about it and access as much as I can so I can kind of fine-tune it. Yeah, that's great that you're open to that. Yeah, what about for you? Um, so initially, I would say I was more of a feeling person, mm-hmm. and as a child, I felt everything. <laughs> yes. So then you kind of just shut it off, right? Because you're like, no, I don't want that instead of looking at it as more of a gift and a guidance. And then it started to come in, and I guess more in, as you were saying, you think only psychics and intuitives, but actually everyone's intuitive and everyone's psychic. So it's just developing that skill. And so the more that I allowed it in, then I was starting to, I guess all my clarities were kicking in. So I was feeling it, and it was a knowing, and I was seeing things and hearing things, you know, the clairsentience, and then also... The clarofaction, so I was actually smelling things, oh, <laughs> which, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> which was you know it was interesting when that one came in, but um, yeah, so it's it's kind of been it's been an interesting journey, and it's still, you know, being in that place of allowance. I think for what you were saying about going on walks is when you're in that state of allowance, you know, there's so much opportunity that can come in with creating that bond with your intuition. So, what about for you, Brenda? Yeah, I was uh, kind of. Over here laughing because I really didn't know much about it, right? I was feeling things when younger, but not really knowing anything, but just knowing I felt overwhelmed or I felt, you know, different. Or mm-hmm. and um, and so I took uh, as I become more aware of this over the last ten years. Really, is like I started really being specific, right? It's like I wanna, I wanna learn, and I. I was around people who could see things and they could, they knew things. And it's like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> you know, so I took the classes and it's like, okay, put the thing in your hand, close your eyes. What color is it? And I failed all the time. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, fun, well, huh? I'm not intuitive, you know, and, mm-hmm. and learning that, that, no, it's just different. Right. And what I realized, and I didn't think that I was, but I would come back from large gatherings exhausted. Mm. And then I would start noticing that, wait, I felt funny when I walked into a room or around certain people. And it was like, oh. And then, it, you know, it's like, and then looking back, I was going, oh, because I had this feeling message not to marry my ex, right? Mm-hmm. Right before going down the aisle. And it was like, Don't I've been there do before. This. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that is crazy, right? It was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and just kind of, you know, just dismissed it. And looking back, it's like, dang it, that was a smart idea, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But so I experience it now that I, like you were, like paying attention to it. And it comes in in a softer way. That's how I tell the difference of whether like it's a thought or or ego or Mm -hmm. however we want to word it, right, is like it's softer and I can feel it. I can feel, I just feel more like allowing and more acceptance and it's just like when you're out when you're out in nature how you just feel like I'm connected yeah and that's how it feels it's softer for me so Mm -hmm. when I get those feelings 
And I also can feel a more pressure in my head when I'm too into my thoughts. So just really starting to pay attention was what helped me, like, like you were talking about, and being able to tell the difference. And I still get the feelings. Right. You know, I still get that. And, but it, there's this knowingness that you can't, you can't explain it very mm-hmm. well. It's just kind of like, I just know I'm not supposed to do that. And I think you brought up a good point about being around other people who are very intuitive, right? And thinking that it will come in the same way for you. And I think we all have to drop the expectations, right? And just be open to however it's going to come in for you because for everyone it's different. Yeah, I was so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I want to see things. And then I thought later when they described what they, it's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just keep with my little knowingness and my feelings because that in itself is a whole nother topic, right? Yeah, I mean, I've had that experience. It's incredibly frustrating sometimes when you're around people that are really gifted and that have been doing this for a long time and then you compare yourselves to them and you're like, oh, well, I just don't, I'm not gifted. I can't do this, right? I mean, it's natural to think that. Which the irony is that's a resistance that you're putting out, which pushes it further away from you. Of course, yes, because you're believing now that it's actually outside of your grasp. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, I just keep saying it's a language. You're Mm. learning a language. Mm -hmm. This very subtle way of tuning in the things that are just not very overt. Yeah. And so you just have to really be patient and learn this language, and it takes time. And as we mentioned, some people are just naturally more attuned to it, like sports right. or anything else. They come into the world, they're just more attuned to this language. But all of us have it. And you may be more intuitive in certain areas in your life versus others, right? Like you may be more intuitive in relationships versus your job. I mean, I think it's the opposite for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wasn't agree? so good in that relationship area. Yeah. I am now, though. I, I, you know, and I do think it's something that you do build. It's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. I think the more practice that you do, the more willingness that you do without comparison to how other people do it. It's just yeah. like, let's just tap. It's like, okay, who's going to call me next? Right. And, you know, I mean, all those exercises that they had you do. You sure. Know, and it's, I just, I, I have to laugh about that because I got them all wrong. Yet, I don't get things wrong really today. When I tune in, when I breathe and get quiet and tune into something that I want to know about or like that or go out into nature Mm -hmm. and open myself up, especially if I'm really perplexed about a problem or something and I feel like I don't know which direction to go. It's like instead of think because I automatically go to thinking, right, and just started to tap into my heart. Also, so what do you think about one's ability to intuitively bring in information and make decisions for your own personal life versus someone else's. Okay. Because when you're doing it for your personal life, mm-hmm. you've got your intellect, you've got your emotions. Your ego. Yeah, you have, ego. you have so many different things. Well, I can tell you it's a lot easier for me <laughs> to for intuit information for other people. Right, yeah, because yeah. you, you don't have like an emotional attachment to the outcome. Yeah, and I'm just open, right? I'm like this open channel. So when I'm working with my clients, I just see things and hear things. Every, just, everything just floods in. Yeah, when I was doing the Akashic Records with people, that would happen. It, I didn't have that filter, my right. own. You know, so I didn't doubt yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, but that little voice didn't come in. It's like, yeah, but you, you didn't know, put it was that colored clear. lens on it. No, yeah. you can just get it clearly. And you're like, oh, this sounds weird, but this is, it's like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And you're going, phew, okay, good. Well, because sometimes maybe you don't want the answer that you're getting. Well, that, resistance, right? That, that and maybe you're not supposed to know yet, right? 
I mean, where do you guys think the information comes from? I think it's from my higher self. I think it's from me. Just at a different level. I know that sounds mm-hmm. weird. No, not at all. I absolutely agree with that. I think higher self, angels, guides, God, source, spirit, universe, throw it yeah. all in one package. Because yeah. it's right. all one. Rory's going right? to say something different. Mm. No, yeah, go ahead, Rory. I, I, I was with you when you said higher self. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say President Biden. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> I think that intuition comes from your higher self by just by that word. I think there's lots of ways that we can tap into information, like I said, channeling or a whole bunch of things. I mm-hmm. guess when I hear the word intuition, I think of it as like your personal connection to your higher self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously open for discussion. Sure. But then we're, you know, your higher self is unconnected, right? To, to what? Source. Yeah. 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 Well, then, yeah, you're right. I think of, I guess when it goes like angels or other beings, yeah. I think of that as like a different frequency a different radio ch- mm-hmm. station right yeah or your intuition you're right it's like maybe it's more personal maybe it's more universe a direct alignment mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah i like it <laughs> see keeping it open yeah i also don't think that intuition keeps things from happening to you no it no. just prepares you better for the outcome yeah i just think it's just an somewhat of an unfiltered source of information that has your best interest at heart. It, I like the best interest piece because right. I agree with that. I think it, it's not about that scarcity and it's not about fear. Where my ego is, it's mm-hmm. about survival. Where the other part, that's a big difference. It's like, okay, let's breathe, Brenda. Let's breathe. I'll hear that. But breathe, but stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah, what are some other ways or signs that you experience when you're not listening to your intuition? <laughs> Aside from marrying the wrong person because <laughs> I think we've all kind of been there. Define, define wrong. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> right, because it's all a different experience, <clears throat> right? Not right or yeah. wrong. No, it's all no, a different and we all have experience. gifts from it. I, so. I think it's more about if you went into that experience and you had a hesitation or a voice that was telling you not to do it yeah. and you didn't listen, well, then you could just debate whether it's right or wrong. I think if you went into that situation and you learned a lot, mm-hmm. well... Well, sure. That's all for the best. I think we all learned a lot. I think we all learn no matter what. It's just, it's kind of like going the path that's a little bit more jungly versus the clear path. Right. I think, you know, we're going to get to the same place. Right. But we just have to go through a few, we stumble over some rocks, some detours. And I think that's (laughs) the difference for me. Maybe you guys too, is it? that's the difference is, is it's a little rougher road Mm -hmm. um, to get there. And I have to do a little bit more centering and grounding versus, oh yeah, let's go here. It's like, yeah, it's like my intuition going, don't go left, don't go left. And I go left and, you know, I run into a car accident or something. So big question, why do you think everyone should really develop their intuition? I think it's... Don't say win the lottery because we've already... Well, I was hoping that that would have happened. No, to trust yourself because our answers come from within, really. I think. And so the more that we can tap in, I think the more that we can become more connected and more centered and and not so much dependent upon somebody else's idea of who we should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's that, really well put. That's a, yeah. Better. I think the more that we are, as you said, centered or connected to ourselves, mm-hmm. intuition is just a part of that that is going to help us to make better decisions in our life. And that doesn't mean we won't we can't have a great life. Yeah. But maybe you're just less centered in that life, maybe it's a little more messy. Yeah. Right? 
Well, I think yeah. I think we're all trying to get to a place where we're just more grounded, more more present, we're more centered, we're making good choices for mm-hmm. ourselves. It's just it's just part of the entire process of being here. And I agree with both of you. I think intuition. I'd like to tie it into consciousness, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's only raising our consciousness, and by raising our consciousness, we become a better person. And then by becoming a better person, we can only help but make people around us better, right? So it's just oh, it, essentially yeah. raising the frequency of everyone else and the planet, <laughs> which I think is a win-win. It is a win-win, and I like that. Yeah. No small task. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have to take a quick break, but don't forget, if you have a question about intuition, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go Beyond the Veil. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Welcome back to Open the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I'm also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing intuition. If you have a question or need some advice, message us on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. 
All right. You guys want to go to some of our messages for today? Yes. Let's yeah. Do it. All right. Let's do it. Eric, can you help us out? You bet. Anna from Grace Harbor writes and says, what are some tools you recommend to better connect with my intuition? This mm-hmm. is a great question. It's awesome. <laughs> I love tools, but just don't pick the Apple one or the thing where you have to close your eyes. <laughs> pick the color. It doesn't work. Over time, over time. Oh, I should try that so, with my daughter. Sounds like a fun <laughs> well, I would say, Anna, I would start with muscle testing, right, you guys? Like muscle testing. There's a multiple ways that you can do this, but I think the easiest way is by standing. And so depending on which way your body sways will determine your yes or no. So you want to start with a, a statement that you know, a true statement, you know, saying your name, maybe say my name is Robert when your name is Anne, and see which way you sway, and that will determine your no. And so then you can use that as a tool, and I like to use it when I'm in the, the grocery store looking for supplements. Me too. <laughs> Do I need this? And see which way my body sways. So that's one way. Um, there's another. There's a couple other ways with muscle testing. One of them is with your arm, but I feel like that's a little bit more challenging. I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys. Um, And then the other thing I would recommend is using a pendulum. And so, again, this is, you know, I don't know if you've seen these. They're a little crystal on one end and, excuse me, it's on a chain or a string and you'll douse with this. So find out which way, again, is your yes or no, which way it swirls is going to be your yes or no. And then you can ask a question and use this as guidance as well. And then I would say pull a card, so either tarot or oracle, and ask questions. So these will all allow you to connect. And lastly, I would say automatic writing, also called psychography. That's a great tool, too. And you can either do that in a trance state, which means you would do that after maybe a quick meditation, um, or you can do it in an awakened state. And you can ask a question. You can also choose to do the answers with your opposite writing hand and Mm -hmm. see what comes forward. Um, But I think these are some tools that are great because everybody connects differently, right? And your intuition also comes in differently. So this will give you a broad spectrum of different ways that you can access your intuition. Those are great. I, you stole all mine, so oh, oh, I've sorry. got nothing to add. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of like a tool, I think, like you talked about earlier, Rory, is to go out into nature and just like see what comes through or ask a question. Hug a tree. That's, a hug a tree yeah. is great. But really getting your mind clear, I think, and asking a question for yourself. And seeing where that is, I love doing that, using my body as a, as a pendulum, that's mm-hmm. what I call it, you know, using yeah. that. I love the muscle testing piece because that, that's always been true for me. It doesn't fail me. Although it's and a little awkward in a crowded grocery store, I'm not going to lie. The pendulum or the muscle testing? <laughs> no, both. Or pulling a car to the, the checkout yeah, line? Yeah, I do that all the I time. I first did the pendulum in the grocery yeah. store. I did that until I learned to use the body. It was really funny. I used to do those on first dates. Yeah. It was a little awkward, you know. <laughs> Nothing uh, to not see here. Not before you showed up, but actually after you <laughs> well, showed up. Well, now you have to be in their energy to know, right? Yeah. You can't oh, do it before. I don't know. Who says? <laughs> That's All a whole other right. topic. So I hope well, that helped, yeah. Anna. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to our next message. Eric? Yes. Yeah, Scott from Sedona says, how can I learn to trust my intuition? That's a good question, too. Yeah. wants to start well so i I think going off the last question too i I, you know as you mentioned brenda i think a really important part is just to give yourself a time and a space to do it Mm -hmm. right so not while you're talking on the phone or working or having a conversation or cleaning the house or all the other millions of things that we do to keep ourselves occupied like for me it's just maybe grabbing a cup of tea and sitting on my chair 
mm-hmm. with no distractions and a pen and a piece of paper. And then asking myself a question and then just seeing what types of things come and I just write it down. And I think, you know, to Scott's question, that's where the trust starts to come in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You start to do these activities more and more. And I think they can start out just to be fun. Like the pendulum, like for me, it was fun. I did it. I used to do it with my daughter. Like we made it into, you know, a game. But over time, you start to ask these questions and you start to see the validity of it. And then you start to trust it more. And then you start to use it in real world scenarios. And I remember doing this for my last home that I purchased. Um, you know, buying a home is stressful, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I had found this house and I was super excited about it. But I, I was like, well, is this house right for me? Like universe, if this is the right thing, let it happen. If it's not, then don't. And I'm not going to stress out about it. I don't want to get in like bidding wars. And I remember just sitting down and asking myself that question. And I guess this goes back to the feeling thing that mm-hmm. I, I felt something mm-hmm. in my body, right? Which to me was a yes. Like I felt this sensation that was very much a positive feedback. And so again, I think it's as we do these things more and more, you start to give more trust to it and then it starts to build on top of itself over time. And so I think the first thing is you just have to start doing it and you have to carve out that method or space or time and then just have some faith in it. And then over time, it'll, you know, I think, like I said, it just continues to build. Yeah, I agree because learning to trust is one of the hardest things that we do as human beings, is, is to trust something, you know, that's intangible. And, but I think that that was the greatest gift that we can give ourselves is when we start trusting ourselves because I was trusting everybody else's outside of me and I wasn't trusting myself. And, you know, and, and so until I started to really have an intention of I want to trust this, whatever this intuition thing is, right, I want to know it more. And having that intention was really helpful for me because then I could, then I just paid attention to my body and I noticed like walking into houses, that's a really good one. It's like, okay, I <laughs> felt a difference when I walked into houses, like, ooh, it feels right. weird. And then I walk into another one, oh, or even people, you know, so just paying attention started helping me to trust. And then it's like, oh, okay. And then the journaling is a really good way too. That's what I was, I've had a client, my clients do is like sit down with a cup of coffee or tea, breathe, and then just ask a question. It's like, what do I need to know today? Mm-hmm. You know, something simple and, and just see what comes in. If you can get the mind to clear, even then just pay attention to your body and how it feels. Yeah. And I would add paying attention to when you ask mm-hmm. for something and there's a sign yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, then there's another sign because you ask yeah. again the same question. Uh, yeah. Like that's also pay attention and, yes. and don't disregard it and don't doubt it. And, you know, otherwise you're just going to push it away. The resistance is just going to push it away. And there's signs. I mean, they're and they're kind of fun, too, because you'll hear something in a song or you're, yeah. you'll see it, you know, driving by somewhere or pick up a book. And it's like or a book falls off the shelf or something. I mean, it's just funny how the signs are there and we can so miss it. That's why having like that. Yeah. Don't doubt it. Just go, OK, I'm just going to learn to <laughs> trust on this one. Right. Yeah. Maybe try not to have an emotional attachment to the answer. Right. Like you said, that's mm-hmm. good. If you don't like the answer. Right. You kind of have to be okay with it or else you're not trusting it. I agree. I know because sometimes the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. But again, you know, it's, it's kind of like the house example. Just because you don't get this one thing doesn't mean that there's yeah. not something better for you down the road. 
Yes. Right? And we have to be okay with just kind of letting go of something that doesn't seem to work out in our lives, but know mm-hmm. that like we're moving in the right direction. I yeah. like that. I do. I like it. All right. Well, let's go to our next question. Eric? Yes, Harold from Asheville. He says, are there some questions I can ask to know if I'm working with my intuition versus my ego? Mm. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've already been talking about them, I think. And a lot of it is just learning to trust and starting with, because that's what I did. I just started with, what do I need to know today? Mm-hmm. Or what do I need to know about this situation? Um, and just here, just stopping and being able to listen because it's quiet. For me, that part of me, the feeling or, or the knowingness or the idea or thought that came through was softer than what I'm used to. And it also, I think learning to trust that my intuition for me is is more gentle and it's more positive. It's more optimistic. It's it's moving my life forward, um, not so negative. Like my ego is like, you know, all the yeah. things wrong and, and what I shouldn't do and all of the things that's <laughs> like, no, you know, you're just going to get in trouble. Oh, remember last time, you know, kind of those thoughts will come through. Yeah, when it's from a place of anger or anxiety, if it weighs heavy upon your heart. Chances are it's coming from ego. Yeah. And that's how I started to tell the difference there because I was trusting my heart a lot. I mean, my head too much. Right. And I was just living my life that way instead of tapping in. And I paid a high price for not tapping into the body, you know, but it's important, I think, just to start out simple to be able to tell the difference. Like they always say that soft voice, right, or that that softer feeling for me, more of an openness versus a tighter, I have to get it done, and I should do this, and I should do that. Yeah. Right. How about you guys? <clears throat> That's one reason I really like oracle cards, is because it takes mm-hmm. your logical mind out of it. Right? You're not thinking about the answer. You're not waiting for the answer to pop in your head. You're asking a question, and I really like the one that you asked, because I, I ask that one a lot, too. Like, what do I need to know today or in this mm-hmm. moment? Like, what's, in, what's best for, my, for myself? Um, and then you pull it and then you read it and it either resonates or it doesn't. And for me, you know, over time, I just completely trust Oracle cards now. Yeah. And so when, when I read it, I know whether it's true or not, right? Like I've been doing this work for a very long time. I know what I'm working on. I, I, I'm very aware of my struggles and my challenges. And so I read those cards and, and they're always spot on. And so yeah. sometimes it's probably the hardest to just sit with your mind and try mm-hmm. to like discern whether it's your ego or whether it's your intuition or whether it's an emotion. Yeah. But I love the oracle cards and like the again the pendulum kind of takes that out of it. So you can always start with things that kind of maybe bypass your brain <laughs> a right. little bit, right? Yeah. And build mm-hmm. that confidence. Just lean on them for a little bit. Yeah, build that confidence, just have fun with it, trying to like just realize that there is something magical that's happening here. And then once you're past that hump, then I think it's really like, okay, sit with yourself. And just see what comes through. And I think the other thing, too, that you mentioned, Brenda, is like getting outside of your head. Yeah. Put your awareness in your body. Because when you're in your head, it is just your mind. Right? And logic takes over. Yeah. yeah so you have, to, you have to focus on the sensation of your body, the energy of your body, and bypass the mind. Yeah. 
All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I'm also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Check us out on our new affiliate on Sundays at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on 103.5 FM KBKW and 9 p.m. South African time on Cape Town Zone Radio 88.5. It's time for Sakura's Spiritual Sense. All right. Well, this is my sixth sense, not my two cents, but you know. But I'm bump bump. You're so good. (laughs) All right. So I am pulling a card from Colette Baron Reed's The Spirit Animal Oracle today. And I actually pulled this right before the show. And this is the mouse spirit card. So tend to do the small things. So mouse spirit reminds you what seems small may be more important and powerful than you think. So look again. Do not underestimate yourself or your potential for co-creating something amazing when you pay attention to the details. If you take a breath and trust, guidance will be provided. 
Small gestures carry great power right now, and maybe you need to take action toward mending a relationship or a situation. Ask a question, do a little research, and listen for Mouse's spirit's quiet little squeak telling you, look here and attend to this detail. So I think this card is perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when we're first learning to trust and listen to our intuition, it may come in like a little squeak, like from a mouse. We are (laughs) meek and we're timid, right, in the beginning. And eventually, after much practice, as we've been talking about, your inner voice will grow, your intuition will grow, and it will go from a squeak to a huge lion's roar, and (laughs) then there will be no ignoring it. And we have, but we have to start somewhere, right? So this is taking the small steps. As long as we're taking the steps, and with all that's happening in the world today, you know, everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need our intuition more than more than anything right now. We need to have our own back. And these small gestures, these small steps towards connecting with our own intuition and consciousness, can mend situations and relationships around us as well as ourselves. And we need this right now. You need this more than anything right now. Were you pointing at me? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Not over here. I was here. looking at Eric, too, oh. Oh. and Brenda, <laughs> you know. Okay. No, actually, it was just you, Rory, yeah, yeah. pointing right there. The spot right now, right? <laughs> Listen to the squeak. <laughs> no, I love that card. Uh, and that's the way I think of it, right? These subtle frequencies, yeah. information that's like at this level that's not so overt to our normal world. And you have to quiet yourself and, and, and tune into it. So I think mm-hmm. that was perfect. Because the world is so loud right now. Oh, it is. There's oh so God. much, and the fear is so loud yeah. that we can miss out on just centering ourselves and trusting. It's like, which way do I go? Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that. And I love your intuitive hit on that card, too, because that yeah. makes so much sense and resonated so well. Wonderful. Yeah. Brenda brings it back around. Thanks, Eric. So what are some ways to listen to that internal voice and allow its guidance into your everyday life? When I started practicing with developing my intuitive sense, I was guided to start with tools like we've mentioned, which I think are really helpful. And and I because I played with the oracle cards, the pendulum um, crystals and the automatic writing um, that and you can play with any or whatever divination tool that, you know, you're guided towards. And I divination tools are just our own energy. I think that's important to know. It's not anything weird outside of us. It's just us, right? So keep in mind um, that the tools are there to guide us on our own inner journey where we can find the true answers for ourselves because we do have the answers inside of us. And if you're like me, having tools to help me trust myself, like we've talked about, right, where I needed is what I needed to do to start trusting So I'm going to talk about two exercises uh, for you to try today. One is that automatic writing that Sakura talked about. And the second one is questions to ask yourself with a divination tool or just with a journal and a pen. So for automatic writing, get a journal or piece of paper and a smooth writing utensil, maybe a gel pen, something that, that goes smoothly. Take some breaths and focus on your heart as best as you can. Next, think of a yes or no question. Now hold your pen on the paper like you're going to write something. Just hold it there. Now, I was very skeptical when I started, so I asked, like Sakura mentioned earlier, (laughs) is my name Brenda? And at first, nothing happened. I was so disappointed, except scribbles. Now, that was kind of cool. It was weird. You know, it felt really weird, but my hand would start to scribble, and I wasn't making my hand move totally, right? There's a difference of that. And it took a few days, and then my hand wrote, yes. 
So it felt creepy at first, like I said, but then it got really fun and I started to ask more questions. Now, the second exercise is asking questions. So get comfortable in a safe and quiet space. Close your eyes and concentrate on your breathing and relaxing your body. Now, you can start to think about an area you would like some guidance in, like work, relationships, money, your health. And here are, some, here are five questions you can practice with. So choose one of these. What can I know about blank, like Rory and I talked about earlier? How am I getting in my own way in this area? What needs to be cleared to move forward? What do I need to know about feeling stuck in this area, blank? And then what is my lesson in this situation? That's a good one. So be open to any impressions you get, any body sensations or thoughts. Don't censor it. Trust it. Write it down. It will feel awkward at first, yet so fun as you continue to trust and ask more questions and feel more comfortable and then actually see those changes or synchronicities in your life. I love all of that. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> I, you know, I definitely do a lot of the second one, asking the questions, although I don't write it down in the moment. I haven't done a lot of automatic writing. I, mm. People keep recommending it, mm -hmm. and I just, I think. It's I, really fun. I, I know. It's one of those things I just have to do, too. <laughs> I keep putting it off. But I like how you also mention it, it can be fun. This is not meant to be work. No, it got yeah. really fun. At first, it was really weird, but it got fun. Yeah, yeah. A lot of what I do is I just I'm, I'm walking and I and I add, and I and it go. comes in my mind, and then maybe I write it down later. So I need to get to the step of like sitting and writing. <laughs> Here's Rory's reflections. So all of us are capable of utilizing our intuition and accessing information beyond our five primary senses, but it first requires a belief on our part, that there is a deeper, more subtle, invisible world happening inside of us and all around us, and it's just waiting to be observed and heard. We just have to learn to tune in, to find the radio dial in our body and in our minds that will allow us to tap into the correct frequency of personal and universal information, so that it broadcasts as loudly, if not more loudly, than that of our logical minds. It's always there, it's always with us, we just need to ask, quiet ourselves, and learn to listen. So I think quieting ourselves is especially hard right now, right, when there's so much chaos. And that's the challenge, is to calm our mind in the chaos. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like we want to do the opposite. We just want to run away. And instead of turning inwards and quieting, we just want to find these ways to distract ourselves, mm -hmm. which, are not, which is kind of the opposite of what we want to be doing. Yeah. Right? As the world gets more chaotic around us, that's then we need to center ourselves even more. Yeah, because people are talking to me about feeling so anxious, mm -hmm. right? And and it's funny because the more anxious you feel, that's the more you need to go inside. It's it's helpful to go inside and have the tools, even if you're doing the walking, like you talked about, Rory, going out walking. Um, getting out in nature and doing those things to be able to tune in like you talked about because we have to get away from the noise as best that we can right. and, and learn to trust. And so how can we do that? You know, it's definitely not adding to the caffeine and, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, that can be helpful. Sure. But, you know, instead of going to those distractions that whatever we use, it's like how can we, you know, what what works best for, for you guys, for us, for, for each other in tuning in mm -hmm. you know is it walking and listening is it sitting down and trying the automatic writing is it you know is it i love the tools that we've mentioned 
here. I think that was a brilliant, Sakura, because it's really helpful to have the divination tools to help us. Yeah. And I like how you mentioned how you do it with your daughter, because I think it's important to do this with our children, you know, to show them that it's not weird. You're not weird for doing these things, you know? Well, I I think the tough thing is the more that we get into this fight or flight energy, what we naturally want to do sometimes is go to freeze. And freeze is laying on the couch, like watching Netflix. Numbing out. Numbing out, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But I I look at this whole situation, these challenging times in our lives when it's an opportunity for us to go deeper. And it doesn't, it's not (laughs) the natural place we always want to go because sometimes it's just easier to freeze and tune out. Mm -hmm. So getting excited that's what I needed to do to kind of go, oh, what do I know inside myself, mm-hmm. right? And trying to create that in, within myself. It's like getting excited and making it fun versus scary or weird or, you know, it's like doing that really helped me to want to know more and learn about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like for my daughter, she's 18 and she likes to make it fun. So she has this habit now of drawing a spread oh, cool. and asking, how is my day going to go? <laughs> And then she'll pull me into her room at the end of the day and tell me, like, Mom, all these things came true. Look at this. Look at that. So That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Starting that really early is it important. Is. I did that with my 10-year-old granddaughter, the muscle testing, the body oh, yeah. one. Uh-huh. I did that with her. And she's like, whoa, Grandma, that is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but then she runs over to her brother, try this. you got to try this. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Love that, too. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We want to thank Eric, our lovely producer, KKNW, KBKW, the Talk of Grace Harbor, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we talking about on our next show? On our next show, we'll be discussing self-responsibility, what it is, how to recognize it, and how we can use it to improve our lives. I'm excited about that. Me too. Do you love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. You can find me at SakuraSutter.com. You can find me at RoyReich.com. You can find me at BrendaReeseCoaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays from 12 to 1 p.m. on 103.5 FM KBKW and 9 to 10 p.m. on Cape Town's 88.5 FM for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach so you can live your best life.